Now here, this is a letter which is addressed um, in the, from the Holy Letters in the fourth volume. This is letter number 820, and this is on the 10th day of Kislev, in the year Tav Shinyadalev, uh, in Brooklyn. Now this is all things that the Rebbe was leading before he actually formally accepted being the Rebbe. This was in the year, uh, within the year after the passing of the previous Lubavitcher Rebbe, of his father-in-law. And the Rebbe hasn't officially assumed the leadership yet, but yet you can see how the Rebbe is uh, advising people, and people are consulting the Rebbe. And the Rebbe. So here, the Rebbe addresses the letter, this is again, 10th day of Kislev, Tavshin Yudalev, Brooklyn, and the Rebbe is uh, addressing the letter to Marish Lita, gives him a, uh, um, a pretty nice title over here, but it doesn't say uh, who it is. Matter of fact, in the, in, the, uh, in the letter over here, the Rebbe signs his name at the end of this letter as the son-in-law of the, uh, of the Rebbe. Uh, of, the, of the previous Rebbe, he signs the letter. So he says, but the Rebbe writes to him that the 19th day of Kislev is about to approach, which is just nine days away from that time. Now, uh, the uh, schedule of Yutas Kislev was the day that the Alter Rebbe, the first Rebbe, he went out of uh, prison at that time. It's a big celebration made by Hasidim to commemorate this event. And the Hasidis began really to expound after Yutas Kislev. The Mesnagdim, those opponents, uh, slandered the Rebbe in front of the government and they arrested him. But eventually that he got free, that was taken as a sign, not only for the um, physically that he was released out of prison, but it was also taken as a sign that in the heavens above that we will are victorious and that the Rebbe should continue teaching his his teaching. So he says over here, uh, as we're coming close to the day of the great Yorzeit, which is on Tuesday, uh, in the Parshas, I mean, there used to be, um, uh, there used to be a custom by people when they wanted a reference like a Parsha. Today we give the name of the Parsha, so it's very easy. So you'd say uh, to uh, the portion of uh, Vayeshev, let's say. So you would say, well, Tuesday of the section of Vayeshev, that's what you would say. But in the olden days, when people wanted to say, they would use a phrase from the Parsha, in the Parsha, because everybody knew where the verses are. So like in this case, he said to him, to the order of, of as Achai Anoichi Mavakish. My brothers I seek, which is really a portion in the section of Ayeshev, but he says, I'm looking for my brothers. Because that was the story when, the, when Yosef was going around looking for his brothers, and the uh, angel, he met the angel, he says, what are you looking for? He says, I'm looking for my brothers, he says. So... The Rebbe says that Parsha, when Yutus Kislev is going to be on Tuesday of the Parsha of Ayesha, but he quotes that verse, because the Rebbe is sort of hinting to him, I'm also turning to you, I'm looking for my brothers. It's like a paraphrasing, the Rebbe is trying to tell him, and it's also, Tuesday has a very special uh, sort of 
goodness in it because in every day of creation it says Hashem created it says Hashem saw that it was good for each day it says one matter of fact Monday it doesn't say at all but Tuesday it says two times keto actually the reason it says two times it's good it's one because for Monday and the other one for Tuesday so it's for two days but at the end of the day on Tuesday the Torah says two times Kitov. That saying Kitov two times represents a real goodness uh, of that day. Specialty. Tuesday, in a sense, I guess on Tuesday we say it's special. We come Wednesday, we find something special about Wednesday. But anyways, but Tuesday is known to be Shukh Bay Kitov. My friends married 65 years. They got married specifically on Tuesday. On Tuesday for them. That is the uh, great yard site of the... Uh, uh, of the Magid of Mezrich, who um, also the same day, uh, who was the great student, and he was actually the one who uh, later on assumed the leadership after the Baal Shem Tov, uh, was the Magid of Mezrich. And we, as Rebbe uses the phrase here, we drink their waters. The waters of the Baal Shem Tov, those are the Hasidic teachings. The teachings that they teach us, that's the one. And by their light, where they lit, illuminated the, the path, we follow, we go by the light that the Baal Shem Tov and the Magid of Mizrich. So, number one, this is Yutas Kislev, is special because it talks about the yard side, the happening of the yard side of the Magid of Mizrich. In addition, it's also the redemption of the Alter Rebbe and the victory of the Hasidus, which is the teaching of the Baal Shem Tov. Yes, the Chabad is in one branch, but generally it was Misnagdim versus the Hasidim. It wasn't specifically Has- At that point, the Alter Rebbe just started Hasidim. So it wasn't targeted yet as a special as Chabad. It was targeted just as Hasidim. So this was the victory of Hasidim. And just saying, and then we say, Asher, he quotes the verse, one second, I'll answer you. He quotes the words, Bnei Yisrael, Yaitzu Biyod Rama. The Jewish people, this is verse from the verse, that when the Jewish people went out of Egypt, it says that Hashem smitten all the Egyptian, and the Jewish people, Yaitzim Biyod Rama. So there's an emphasis here in the writing, Bnei Yisrael, the sons of Israel, because the Baal Tov's names were Israel. So he says, the Bnei Yisrael, the sons of Israel, meaning those following the Baal Shem Tov, they went out with an uplifted army. What was your question? <coughs> yeah, that's just a different way of calling it, just as a name. Lubavitch was the name of the city where the uh, most of the, a uh, good portion of the Lubavitch Hasidim <laughs> resided. That's why they picked up the word Lubavitch from there. Chabad was the name given of the philosophy of the of the Hasidim, but we usually use them both interchangeable. But there are many Hasidic sects. Were the Masnagdid also a Hasidic? No, no, no. no. So they, were, they were opposed. It was basically, so let me say, these sects, the different sects that, that took place later on okay. as uh, the generations developed. Originally it was just the Baal Shem Tov, oh. then it was the Magid. That was still everybody united. From the Magid, then it, then it started to splinter yeah, off. Well, all his students, so his students, and then later on, Right. They yeah. splintered off into various different 
groups. But the Mestagna was started, it was basically the stronghold of the Mestagna was Lithuania, Vilna, Shklov, those were the uh, Lithuanian communities. They were, uh, had a lot of great uh, scholars and learned people over there. And the Hasidim started stealing a lot of their best and brightest and the youngest and the brightest. So they were very concerned, you know. And um, in modern days, just saying, you know, it's, it's, I mean, it's not, certain things didn't change. In other words, the scenario changes a little bit, but the same idea, you know, there was like within the Hasidim too. So every, every Hasid, you know, is his thing. So uh, Chabad has something special that they offer. And, you know, Chabad is uh, involved in trying to spread, as we'll see, the teaching of Hasidus. And some other Hasidic groups, even even though they consider themselves Hasidim, uh, they believe that uh, the teaching of Hashem Tov has been lost. We don't know today the teaching of Hashem Tov. So they don't study really any, any, any much of Hasidus. That's basically the Hungarian branch, the Satmars, those, they don't, they don't study Hasidic uh, philosophy or the Kabbalah because they... They have their different views, but there was a lot of, um, like, Satmar uh, young people that were attracted to Chabad, because Chabad has a philosophy, has an excitement, I'm not sure. But uh, uh, usually it works that way. It, didn't, it doesn't look like it was the other way. I mean, just like by the Misnagdim, it didn't look like Hasidim, because it was the Hasidim were the new movement. They were <laughs> attracting the Misnagdim. Over here, Chabad was attracting a lot of, um, of Satmar with the teaching of Hasidus with different things. And like one of their top uh, uh, people, you know, became attracted to Chabad, and um, and you know he went along with a whole group of people, but they didn't allow it because the people they, they wanted to they almost killed uh, you know uh, some Lubavitch people who came to teach Tanya who came to teach Hasidus they were uh, very very upset about that. I mean this tension is a little bit uh, subsided more recently. I mean there's still because. For other reasons, you know, they consider Chabad Zionist, and you know that's the worst thing. A Zionist is the worst. Uh, I mean, not that Chabad is Zionist, but you know, whatever. But in their perception, Chabad is Zionist, and uh, therefore, uh, you know, anything to do with Zionists, they're like over the uh, totally. Uh, um, you know, I actually just read this morning. I was just uh, and the the, the 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 hatred that comes out. Uh, from not only them, but the the the, the, the people who are uh, sometimes they you know they, they go overboard with the Zionists like it's like you know about uh, you know about Israel about the Mitnachalim those who live in Yehuda and you know the, the hatred from the yeah so for the, against those Jews is like from the religious people they're upset with them they're saying they're taking away all the funds from them because the Israeli government is supporting the the outside and they're not giving money for the yeshiva students and you're not allowed to be there anyways and they're responsible for for you know just the opposite of the Rebbe's line of thinking that this is uh, they're providing a with their bodies their safety net for the rest of Israel that they're over there they're saying just the opposite they're not allowed to be there you know their their, their argument is just but I'm saying, but it's with such vehemence, with such hatred. So, so I'm saying, this whole thing, Masnagdim, Hasidim, but the victory on Yutas Kislev was the victory of Hasidim. So what did Mashiach ask the Baal Shem Tov? This was the, uh, Baal Shem Tov got a visit, uh, the Baal Shem Tov came to visit the Mashiach on one Rosh Hashanah, one year Rosh Hashanah. Mashiach has, there is the Mashiach is waiting to come, and he has a chamber, 
and uh, in a spiritual chamber, his soul, and the Baal Shem Tov uh, actually was able on, on Rosh Hashanah to sort of visit on a spiritual level. And he asked the Mashiach, he said to him, um, when are you coming? What did Mashiach answer him? Uh, when your teachings, when the teaching of Hasidus, that your teaching will be, God, will be revealed in the world, says, there's actually a song. When are you coming? When your wellsprings will be outside. That means your wellsprings, meaning the Vashemto's wellsprings, the Vashemto's teachings, his teaching, uh, because that's an introduction and that's a preparation for the coming of Mashiach, is the spreading out of the teaching of Hasidus of the Vashemto. On that year, there's a story. I'm just telling you from elsewhere. I remember so that. Now I'm saying is, so they all go to the rabbi in Om. That's, that's there's no a, relationship between those. He two? happens to be no. That's a separate thing. That's a. That's a. I'm not sure because I, I, I have a hard time knowing Chabad history. I'm not gonna even venture to go out to any other. Yeah. He happens to be a grandson of the Baal Shem Tov. He happens to be a grandson of the Baal Shem Tov. But anyways, but, um, so he says like this, that, um, so this was, so basically the Rebbe is preparing to him what the Rebbe is trying to tell him. The great day of Yutis Kislev, the Magid, the Baal Shem Tov, Hasidim. So what is the Rebbe trying to tell him? The Rebbe says, and this is all preparing the world for the coming of Mashiach. So, the Rebbe says, when you pay attention that the holy obligation, which is on all Jewish people, and especially on the leaders of the Jewish community, and especially on leaders of Hasidim, particularly, the Rebbe said, because the Rebbe was writing it to a leader of Hasidim, I'm not sure which Rebbe that was writing it, and uh, their great privilege to disseminate the wellsprings of Hasidus, as we have inherited from uh, the, our teacher, the Baal Shem Tov, and later on, followed by the Magid, and their students, who are the leaders of the various different Hasidic uh, communities. So the Rebbe says, I am hereby suggesting to you that during this clear Yom Haboyer, this clear, beautiful day of Yutis Kislev, which is coming upon us, or even Shabbos that precedes it and follows it, to organize, there should be gatherings there should be get-togethers for brains of all those that you can influence. And during those gatherings, they should uh, talk to the people, particularly to work on this idea of spreading the wellsprings, to spreading the Hasidic teaching, the wellsprings of the teaching of the Baal Shem Tov, his students and his students' students, to the outside. Generally speaking, the Rebbe says, encourage people to set time for studying Torah, for keeping mitzvahs in a perfect way, and love of your fellow, just being together, um, and refinement of one's nature, one's midos, based on the teaching of Hasidus, which demands of a person to work with himself, not to be jealous, not to have hatred, not to be envious, not to uh, say things that are not true, just generally refining one's character to a level expectation of the teaching of Hasidus and the merit of our leaders who is the leader of the Jewish people 
will protect all of us, so we will be successful in fulfilling our mission in this world. And we should merit to see with our eyes the coming of Mashiach Tzidkenu quickly in our days. Very soon, Amen. And the Rebbe finishes, I seek your peace with the heart and soul um, and signed as the uh, Rebbe's signature as the son-in-law of the previous Rebbe. So you see here also that the Rebbe just wrote to people, to other Rebbe's, trying to get them. I mean, the Rebbe was building up interest, building up encouragement, building up getting other people to go ahead and uh, do and, and uh, you know, Rebbe took out of his time, he could learn, he could do other things. And Rebbe took out his mission in life, which should do, as Rebbe said, in this case was to try to influence people to do. And the Rebbe, in this case, was talking specifically about the Hasidic teaching in other, uh, in other groups, that they too should learn about the teachings of the, of the Baal Shem Tov.